Ramble. Hey, it's Ned. And Ariel. And before we get in today's episode of The Tripod, we have a very exciting announcement. We have a new podcast. Woo! It's called Baby Steps. It's a not-so-perfect parenting podcast because, you know, we make it look easy on Instagram. We make it look cute on the social media. But this is a podcast where we dive into, like, the real real of parenting. What's behind the curtain? The dirty, the ugly, the nitty-gritty of parenting with a toddler and soon to be a newborn. So enjoy the tripod. And at the very end, stay tuned for an exclusive clip of our new podcast, Baby Steps. It premieres September 6th, and you can subscribe right now. Go search for Baby Steps anywhere you find podcasts. Now on to the tripod. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another thrilling episode of the tripod. It's a crazy week. It is September. We made it. And while (laughs) everybody's pretty excited about the normal activity and news of September, we've got special news this September all about our boy Zachy. And no, it's not about tea, but he's going to give you the tea. (laughs) Down on one knee, Zachy K, take it away. A very exciting episode, guys. I'm going to finally reveal my true BTS bias or no. No, not yeah, that. No, 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 no. no. The other one. Don't, the other important don't thing. Don't do bits. We're here the for other the new. tea. <laughs> oh, you want to hear about my yeah. tea? No, yeah, guys. No, I got uh, Zadiko Tico. No, 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 no. <laughs> Very exciting. I, I am engaged officially. <laughs> that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird to now, like you know, Maggie and I look at each other and we go. Fiance? <laughs> Fiance? Well, that yeah. is all the only exclusively how we refer to each other now. There's a few times in your relationship where you get to speak another language to refer to one another. And this is what, that what are time. The, what are the other ones? Well, that's it, I guess. Maybe um, <laughs> muerte, <laughs> when you're dead. Uh, oh, more, my but I, that's not really a good part of the relationship. Well, I, yeah, I'm very excited, guys. I got engaged. I want to tell you the story of how it happened. Uh, Maggie over on You Can Sit With Us has the very cute telling. And look, it was a very romantic time, a very lovely moment. The photos are gorgeous. Mm. The photos are Pretty cute. Colors. Thank you. I looked at what she was wearing and I coordinated. <laughs> um, but I would say wow. my end of the story, a little bit more stress and anxiety <laughs> and months of planning and man, oh man. Months of planning. Whoa. Before I dive into it, how are you guys feeling today? Eugene, you've got a nice robe rock rocking look. No, mm-hmm. nice robe look you're rocking. Yeah, this is one of my stepdads uh, he got in Japan, so... Ooh. Uh, you know, it's always nice to lounge in a robe. If you've never tried it, get a robe. That's my uh, <laughs> advice that'll go for miles. Mm, uh, so early. Up top. Yeah, so early. And thanks for listening to the tripod. <laughs> no, but you, yeah, I feel good. I feel good. I'm uh, really curious and excited to hear more about the engagement, Zach. This is the time we want to hear you just take over and let us know what went down. <laughs> It's just the one time where you're allowed to talk a lot. This is the one time where I'm like, you guys want to talk? And you're like, no, shut the fuck up. You talk. Go. Nothing happens Nothing else. Okay. So, guys, I am engaged. Uh, You may have seen the photos. Now, when I say months, I I mean literally months, nearly a year. I I actually 
you know, I've been dating Maggie a long time. I've, I've loved her for a very long time. I have been thinking about this. We had been talking about it. I thought about proposing last September, basically oh, wow. right when we got back from tour. And I was like, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with this incredible person. But we were coming off of tour. We were about to go to Australia and New Zealand. I knew that would be a great place to do it, but I just couldn't get my shit together in time. You know, like... Or you were going to do it in New Zealand, like with a... Wow. Kangaroo just like looking on at you. Top. Wow. I certainly thought about it. In an infinity pool. With with Eugene and Matt right there with us. Yeah. <laughs> she would have loved that. <laughs> Genuinely, Actually, she would have yeah, loved that. She would have. Uh, <laughs> it sounded facetious. It was not facetious. That would have been better. But we like we had in Australia, we were in the Blue Mountains. We we went on this incredible hike. Uh, to a glowworm cave where we were overlooking the wild expanse of the Australian wilderness. And I'm like, yeah, I fucked up. This is the most incredible <laughs> romantic moment. <laughs> Nothing will ever beat this. Like, we both, like, teared up. It was so beautiful and it was so clear. Like, the tension in the air was like, she knew that I didn't have a ring and I knew that I didn't have a ring, but we both knew, like, oh, sad. This is the moment. <laughs> this was it. So then, okay, so I didn't do it then. Uh, she requested, she didn't want me to do it over the holidays. She like, as a joke one time, she's like, don't do it over Christmas. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not yep. going to do it over Christmas. So people do go. that. Didn't, didn't you do that, Keith? It was like a present that you opened. No, mine Easter. was Easter. And, but I went mm. through a similar, you know, I wanted to do it at this time. And then it was not the right time. And then I was new this time. And then it was not the right mm -hmm. time. And then I was like, well, maybe Valentine's day. I'm like, no, fuck that. And That's what, like, that was my thought. I'm like, yeah, I can't you don't do want a Valentine's and Day. And then I thought, Easter. You know what holiday is kind of already crazy and weird? Easter. <laughs> let's just let's just change the meaning of Easter to us because we don't really celebrate mm. it anyhow. That's nice. What yeah. was Zach? Was there a moment where you knew, like, you knew that you wanted to marry her? Like over um, tour or like, or did it just kind of like evolve? I kind of always knew, but I didn't want to rush it. I'm a big believer of life stages and I, I don't want, you know, I want to enjoy each moment that I'm in mm -hmm. while I'm in it. I don't want to, you know, be boyfriend and girlfriend and then just rush to marriage or even like now that we're engaged, I want to enjoy this moment because we only get to do it once. Moving in together was the same thing. That's the only time you get to say <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> We almost moved in together way earlier in our relationship, but we said, like, no, like, let's each stage should be its own special thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember being at a music festival with her, with Keith and Becky as well, right after tour. And I just was like, wow, she's great. I got to she's yeah, that she's mine. I'm just I that's the only person I ever want. I think you even like told me that I was like, yeah, duh. Like what? There's <laughs> nothing better coming, Zach. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's, nothing, there's nothing better on its way this is like a pretty amazing opportunity you need to snag this don't let it get away there's nothing down the road <laughs> look in the mirror and know that you're clearly batting above your weight okay <laughs> this is the good stuff so okay so then because because that moment in australia was so unbelievably romantic i knew a couple things I wanted it to be special. Like I wanted it to just even attempt to rival that moment. And I think that also mm. comes from watching rom-coms rom growing up. I'm like, an engagement has to be remarkable. <laughs> but then I also wanted to surprise her. And mm. I didn't want her to see it coming. So like Christmas, too obvious. Valentine's Day, too obvious. 
we were all supposed to be in Hawaii together in May, March. And so I was like, perfect. It's a work trip. I will extend the trip because we've never been to Hawaii. Boom, propose, incredible. Then the pandemic. Mm. And you know, call me crazy. It wasn't really a romantic time. I was anxious every day. She caught COVID. It was just too much. And like, I didn't want to, like we couldn't leave the apartment. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, oh, by the way, I should say this. I've had the ring since February. Oh, wow. So So really the pandemic uh, coming in March was a big twist in your plans yeah yeah it really fucked me well it was you know you said you did want a surprise (laughs) surprise yeah so different (laughs) yeah so then so then okay things started to normalize and then uh the black lives matter movement really erupted and once again it just didn't feel romantic (laughs) didn't really feel like that's where our minds were at at the moment (laughs) how did you pick out the ring like did she kind of leave browser tabs open to hint you towards a particular style no so we actually we we talked about the ring i i asked i just point blank was like hey i want to go look at rings together we uh looked at different types and Mm. i got to know i mean it i didn't hide that i we were open. She knew it was coming. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to let her know when. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. kind of to throw her off my scent, I also would kind of be a dick sometimes. <laughs> she would ask <laughs> me. In general or? Well, like if she, <laughs> any anytime she would ask me a question about like, you know, if we were married, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's really hard in this economy. Who knows when it's going to happen? <laughs> I would just try and make it seem like it wasn't even on my mind (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i i I relate with that because like when you're planning on doing it and you're trying to find a perfect time when your significant other sort of drops like angry hints that you should have done it already you're kind of like well (laughs) if only you knew if only you knew i'm working on a time for six months (laughs) yeah and it's like she's she's like uh she loves she hates surprises like even on the holidays like she would go when she was a kid into her parents room and like find the presents the weeks leading up to christmas she she one time admitted she's like i didn't mean to but i was looking at the amazon uh purchase history just like like stuff like that so i'm like i need to blindside this motherfucker (laughs) with my love (laughs) So, so the day of our engagement, I should I should give you the romantic version. Uh, we went down to Paris. Well, we were actually, we went away for my birthday. This happened five weeks ago. I've kept it a secret, not from my friends, but from the world. I, I wanted to have a chance to tell everyone in my life, my family, my friends, my loved ones. I wanted to give us a moment to celebrate it and, and enjoy it. Uh, and actually announcing it again this week allowed us to feel the excitement all over mm-hmm. again. So thank you, everyone, for... Your your excitement for me. I'm excited been if really you do cool. announce it again next month. You know, this is <laughs> I'll just great. keep going. <laughs> keep the happiness going. You know, I mean, not oh. everyone uh, logged on to Instagram that day. Some people <laughs> did find out from the podcast. Yeah, so surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so that day we we went away for my birthday, just up in Topanga Canyon at this really cute airstream. Um, for we went down to the beach to Paradise Cove in Malibu. I told her we were going to get dinner, but when we got down to the beach, there was a picnic, uh, a company that sets up these beautiful picnics. There was a tent and tons of flowers and a sushi spread and macarons. <gasps> and it was very, you know, we watched the sunset. I played some music. I got down on one knee. I had a speech prepared and I said, Maggie, will you marry me? 
Wow. Now, <clears throat> a couple episodes ago, you said that steamed rice with fish was definitely hot. And that is, that just goes to show when you had wow. to Oh, there wow. it is. There it is. I believe that I said that uh, white fish, <laughs> not sexy. Uh, and there was no white fish. There's no yellowtail. There's no raw, mm. raw fish. Yeah. Very sexy. Yeah. No gefilte, gefilte fish on like <laughs> a everything bagel. <laughs> But then the actual day for me was just the most totally stressful day of my life. <laughs> uh, oh, my god! Because like, I was trying to surprise her, right? I didn't want her to know. So I had to get her down to this beach without her thinking that something was up. So I, I made up that we were going to a restaurant. I told her that, like, look nice. Oh, but you don't have to be too nice. I didn't want to, like, make her suspicious. Mm. I was like, hey, maybe you should do your hair without being rude. Uh, she did not so do her hair. Right now, maybe, by you the way. maybe you should look a little hotter, babe. Do your hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because, like, otherwise, like, if yeah. we're just going down to, like, grab a bite to eat, we get takeout. Like, right. we could be in pajamas. I don't know. And then she mm-hmm. would be like, why didn't you tell me to get dressed up for these photos? So I'm like, okay, how do I tell her to look cute but like don't tell her so much uh and then the ring you know is this fucking box and the box doesn't fit in my pocket it's this big giant lumpy thing so uh anyway we get down to the beach and we i'm looking for our picnic and we end up having to walk through a, a parking lot and it's like a really long parking lot and the beach is there's another beach closer maggie's like why aren't we going there the sand's right there i'm like no 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 i'm pretty sure we want to go to this side of the beach much prettier she's like have you been here i'm like uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> uh and as we're walking through the parking lot there's a, a car uh with teenagers doing whippets blasting edm oh my god <laughs> and, fuck yeah dude. and That's i am my favorite like, part of the story <laughs> <laughs> just just like unabashedly just going ham on whippets and maggie's like okay if you want to keep going this way i spot the tent and there's a family sitting right next to the tent uh drinking beer as their son is dressed up like spider-man just running around going pew 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 (laughs) shooting imaginary webs and i'm like yo kid if you don't get away from my tent i will drop kick you right now (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) Yeah, you have plenty of years for uh, a little kid to disrupt your romantic yeah. plans. <laughs> uh, she walked right by the the picnic. She in no way was like, this is for me. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess in my mind, as soon as she <laughs> saw it, she would know. She would break down crying and I would just get down on one knee. But she saw it and was walked through. And I'm like, no, Maggie, this is for us. And she's like, what? And didn't <laughs> get, she didn't get it. And so I'm like, yeah. do I... Do I do we just start eating? Do I do I do it now? Mm. I see my friend Mandy who's there as mm. a photographer. She's ready. I'm like, I guess I do it now. So I don't know about you guys, but I had this whole beautiful speech written. You know, I really wanted it to be a moment where I could communicate my love. Mm-hmm. And I forgot every single word yeah. immediately. I had thought about um getting a videographer just to have, you know, that. And I'm so glad that I did not <laughs> because but, it is just me going like, I, uh, you pretty, I love Mary <laughs> means so much to me. I mean, that's so surprising to me, Zach, because anytime we've ever done anything scripted, you're so good at remembering <laughs> lines. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Who saw that one coming? But her reaction, uh, all she said was, no, no, you're not. No. And oh. then she started crying. <laughs> the first thing she said is no. Yeah, the first no, thing no. she said was no, no. But it was like a cute no, yeah. so I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she hilariously, she doesn't remember me getting down on one knee. I have the photo to prove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we, so I had my friend Mandy there to take photos. It just felt like, I guess that's what you do, right? I didn't know if we needed someone there or not. But since we were in public, I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll want these. Super nice to have. But did she like camouflage? Like how, like did Maggie see like, oh, there's a photographer here. What's about to happen? Or does, like Mandy is like pretending like she's taking pictures of a little spider kid and then just whips she, around. Surprise. She was good. So I spotted her and she's standing with like a jacket over her camera. Ooh, wow. And yeah, Maggie just never saw her, but I was aware of her. Yeah. And so I you will find say, your light, so you find your angles, you do the thing. And I actually was trying to motion. I'm like, is Spider-Man in the photo? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh no, I want him in the photo. You guys didn't have, obviously Keith, you did it at home. Ned, yours was more spontaneous. There's something weird about so so we had the photographer there and then afterwards she came up to us and like took photos of us together and then we went on a walk and Mandy was like I'm gonna get in and out we're gonna do this for like ten minutes and then let you guys enjoy it but as a result the first ten minutes of our engagement maybe fifteen it felt very surreal and bizarre and and kind of performative because like yeah. it it didn't feel real first of all like all of a sudden we are engaged. But then immediately someone is there to do a photo shoot with us being like in love. And there's people or it just like everything that's like somewhat traditional or ceremonial. When you're actually in the moment, it feels completely like an out of body experience. Like whether it's like you felt it in the engagement and you're going to feel it again when the wedding does happen. And you're actually standing up there and Maggie's walking down the aisle. It is the most bizarre out-of-body experience because you've seen it in pop culture and read about Mm. it and heard about it and thought about it or seen other people do it and now you're doing it and you've never seen it from that perspective you only (laughs) see it from the other perspective so for the first time you're like fuck i'm inside a video game and like because everything just seems so i don't know it's following a script that you know Mm -hmm. like you Uh know this script and sometimes literally it's following a script that you have like worked uh, to like yeah. write with, you know, maybe you're writing your vows. Maybe you're uh, kind of planning out the ceremony with your efficient. You're, you're, you've planned and imagined so many aspects of that day leading up to it that when it happens, it's all very, very surreal. It was. I mean, I would say that it took us 20 minutes and then she left and we were just together. And then there was this moment of silence. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and went, and got so excited and then it was so cute we got to facetime her family and my family i would say uh we were on the phone with her mom for all of 45 seconds before she asked so when's the wedding and i said "Magali, this just happened i don't know uh but everyone was so excited it was very cute and now like we just have had these mini eruptions of excitement uh you know like You'll be washing the dishes and you'll hear from across the house just like, Fiance! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's very cute. We're getting to live in this fun little honeymoon uh, phase. Yeah. And it's, it's very exciting to be able to share it with everyone, share it with my friends. I mean, you guys, I got to tell all individually and your excitement was so 
So cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I feel feel all grown up. <clears throat> Is that because uh, the whole world's closed? You don't get to go everywhere and say we just got engaged and just get free desserts, uh. free wine, free upgrades in hotels. It's like everyone treats you so different. <laughs> just put anytime you go on a trip, put it in the comments to say like we just got engaged, oh, and everyone's like, nice. oh my god, and because of your special engagement, we have decided to give you free compliments passes to the spa i write it in my postmates notes and the guy just goes all right (laughs) (laughs) you'd be surprised people get pretty hyped now eugene is sort of like the i would say romance expert how do you think zach did um in his proposal do you think it was up to par do you think it was up to snuff you know (laughs) i have a pretty non-heteronormative view of marriage proceedings you know i'm always very close to them and I respect them because mm-hmm. it's very hard to, I think, even be an alternative type and then do wedding stuff and not fall into the trappings of, oh, yeah, I'm used to seeing, you know, a young lady in white. Like that's so <laughs> it pulls at your heartstrings because that's what we're we're conditioned to believe that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to make it like less romantic, but that's what we believe. But when I look at it, I look at just what the pure um, work that goes into it. And I think for <laughs> typical grooms the engagement is the most stressful part while the wedding is more stressful for the bride correct me if i'm wrong but the men are like the it's basically a surprise right Mm -hmm. or yeah that's what engagement it's the first surprise party i've ever thrown (laughs) like or like a prank (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it 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 also seems like to me it seems to me that because the the result kind of like a god everything with Straight couples, <laughs> like a baby, right? Like when you have a baby, the actual process, as we always say, is so physically awful. Mm-hmm. But then the, the why do you do it? It's because you get the baby, right? Mm-hmm. So with an engagement, <laughs> everything that goes up to that point, half uh, over half the stories I hear from my friends is the man is so concerned about <laughs> making it a surprise yeah. and also so concerned about not letting his future fiance know it's a surprise that most of them end up being like, the girls like annoyed half the time used <laughs> you know like Derek why the fuck are we going over here yeah, yeah she's like gonna I be don't great know why you're can we just go home <laughs> I won't name who but I, I I'm close to someone who uh got proposed to on the top of a snowy mountain oh, and wow. he had planned to do it you know while they were on a ski trip and he had a photographer there ready and everything but they had done a couple slopes before and she sprained her ankle <laughs> oh no but he was like like the the pass down right before he was supposed to take her up the ski lift the final time to propose at the top of this beautiful sunset peak <laughs> and at that point he's like she's crying she's upset <laughs> let's but do it anyway he, ha- yeah. he has to do it it's they all set it up. anyways yeah, he has to do it. And you know, sprained ankle gate. <laughs> but you know what? It was the it was the surprise that was more important than the actual, I think, mood before the surprise. Mm-hmm. So, it it turned out being beautiful, right? Because that's and it's a funny story. But mm-hmm. I, I always I never hear I've never heard of a perfect engagement story because <laughs> Can the I? man is so con- occupied with yeah. this yeah. idea of making sure yeah, she doesn't like know before. You're uh, you're planning a whole like you know, shoot or something. It's like you're planning a photo shoot with the, the props and the, the secret photo food. shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will share, like, so having just gone through it, so much of my energy and focus was on the surprise and on making sure that this moment was romantic and perfect and, and lived up to this 
Australian dream I had, right? Like, I just was like, this has to be. And it's because she's the most incredible person I've ever met. She deserves a moment that that knocks her off her feet, right? But having done it, I will say that the second it started, we could have been anywhere in the world. We mm-hmm. could have been mm-hmm. in my bathroom. We could have been <laughs> on the front door of my apartment. Nothing mm-hmm. else mattered. And it, it was a really beautiful moment. But I think that it would have been beautiful whenever, wherever it would have happened. And it's because it's it's not about everything else. It's not about the pomp and circumstance. It's about two people who have found each other and, and want to spend the rest of their lives together. So that to me was my, my ultimate takeaway is that, you know, while I had fun and all my stress was makes for fun, uh, good stories. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all that matters is the connection between the two people. And I'm really happy to have had it. That's great perspective. Woo! Woo! You know, the word engage outside mm. of the term marriage is very different. Like, why is it the word engage? Like, why, <laughs> why is that the word? Because you're engaged to be wed. Like, wh- why is that the word? Mm. You know, I, I'm just now mm-hmm. questioning the word itself because like, you 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 make your your jet mm. engines engaged. Yeah. Right? Yeah, very like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that's the only other time you use engage is like guns engaged. <laughs> like everything <laughs> locked in. You're saying this like it's a bad thing. That sounds dope. I mean it sounds dope, but it just like it does it's it seems like a totally different use of the word to be like, <laughs> we're engaged. It's like the engines yeah. are engaged and um, the- <laughs> I think it's more accurate because Essentially, a lot of marriage is just contract, right? So, yeah, it's true. It's the most romantic, non-romantic word. Because <laughs> <laughs> you used to call them um, your betrothed, right? Yeah. Oh, betrothed. Well, we my should go betrothed. with that. Yeah, we should go with that. Yeah. And instead of fiance, I'll call her my, she's my betrothed. You're Beethoven. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm going to be the like dumb gay single person in the audience, right? So how long typically, because also I think a lot of this is, well, here's the first question. How much of engagements and marriages are dependent on just the couple and how much is informed by the types of parents they have? Hmm. Well, well, the family, so a a marriage is a joining of families, Mm -hmm. not just a joining of two people in a way that, that, and that's the way that like the family always thinks of it. I think the couple is always like, nah, it's about me and this person. And the couple, the family's like, no, it's no. about all of us there. And, and all of my <laughs> friends who helped raise you and you haven't seen them in 20 years, but they knew you when you were in diapers and no, they, yeah. you mean a lot to them. It's so true, you're going to feed I mean, what them. What Zach said before about the <laughs> connection that you guys have, like that's, that's, your, that's your marriage, right? But your wedding is a big party where mm-hmm. you are celebrating that and uh, you know celebrating the union of your two families and it's sort of symbolic but it's like all of that stuff doesn't really matter in comparison to mm-hmm. the you know the, com- the connection that you have mm-hmm. so but it's, it's good to kind of tolerate some of the asks from your family <laughs> even if you don't agree with them because <laughs> it's like that's that's important too hmm yeah, I think I'll, the size of your wedding is always something that's tough to determine. Are you going to have a small wedding, a big wedding? If you do a small wedding, 
it makes it really tough because you've got to start saying no to a large amount of people. If you do a large wedding, you're going to have to say yes to almost everybody. And then it's also going to be like too much work. It's going to cost a ton. You got to feed every person. You got to think of every... You know the cheat code? Yeah, what's your cheat code? <laughs> Pandemic. That's true. You're, I mean, that <laughs> I, does help a lot. I, I don't know what we're doing yet. I don't know what we're planning, but it definitely has occurred to me. I'm like, well, if I were the kind of person who was like, I just want 20 of my closest friends yeah. and my immediate family there, you can't pull that off without pissing off your third cousin. But mm. if you go, oh, we're trying to be safe because of this and right, that, right. now all of a sudden I can have a, you know, you if you out there want that, I think you can justify it now in a way you couldn't. I'm trying to find a silver lining here. I mean, even for us, it's like, okay, well, everyone's wedding this year got pushed to next year. And then everyone who was aiming for next year is already eyeing 2022. So we are in a competitive market. Yeah. You guys doing anything on a Tuesday? <laughs> uh, maybe a nice yeah, Tuesday nice wedding? Tuesday wedding. <laughs> Dude, fucking, we'll, we'll take the whole week off for your wedding, right? Like, <laughs> All it, right. Well, yeah, let's go for it. Who cares? Yeah. We'll report the mm. podcast live. Oh, yeah. It'll just be the three of us in the audience of your ceremony. <laughs> Just sort of roasting it lightly. We're, and Question number two. Do you have to take engagement photos? Mm. No. Did y'all take engagement photos? If you're from the yeah. South, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with yes for that. I didn't take I mean, I didn't hire a photographer to shoot the moment. And I mean, that's really cool that you did. I kind of wish that I had that, of course. But yeah, you know, a couple of weeks after we got engaged, we got all mm. oh, I see. got all dressed up and we did a nice romantic photo shoot like mm. on, you know, the beach and the city. And, you know, it's like those photos we use to announce the engagement. Then we also use some of them in our our like wedding invitation and your wedding like website. I think it's pretty common to do an engagement photo shoot. I find that all of those life milestone photo shoots are more common in rural areas than in city areas, just generally. Like the amount of like go to a photo studio with your naked infant type of photos that come <laughs> out of the South where they folded a sleeping <laughs> child who is literally was born four days ago. Tops. <laughs> such, a, such a teensy thing. And they've just folded its sleeping body into a little croissant. Yeah. Question, question three. Yeah. <laughs> Do did you ask your future wife's parents before you asked her for her hand in marriage? I did not. I thought a lot about this. I mean, look, she's first generation Peruvian. I feel like tradition. I don't know what their tradition is, but I feel like maybe I should have. But in my view, I took a very modern feminist approach. Maggie is her own person. I think that asking for permission is a holdover from the uh, property times. It's like, I would like your daughter. Like, I don't know. It just, it felt kind of icky to me, even though there, I understand there's something respectful about it. But I know her parents very well. We're very close. We text sometimes. I just, to me, it was like, I know what's in their heart. I, I know that they're, they like me. <laughs> so no, I'm not going to ask for permission. But are you accepting her dowry? Yes, of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> what sort of dowry are we talking here? How many sheep? Like, how, how many, many ships? Chicken, parcels of land. Oxen, you know, forestry. With she's nice got streams. some of the best sheep in all of Los Angeles. Let oh, me tell um, you. That's cool. Yeah, I'm very excited mm -hmm. for that. 
That's real cool. I just also, I, I just feared that uh, uh, her mom would be like, so maybe uh, get your nails done for Zach's birthday? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I just was like, yeah, I can't let anybody spill this. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, I think it's way super traditional. I can't imagine. I don't doubt there's many people doing that now, but maybe. I mean, I, 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 I didn't do that. I wouldn't have done that. Question number okay. four. <laughs> Let's go from traditionalist to progressive. Uh oh. Mm. When when do you have the conversation about if she just totally doesn't take your last name? Uh, I I wouldn't have ca- cared particularly, but Becky specifically wanted my last name because <clears throat> of her last name was Miller, and there was one time that like cemented she was going to take my last name, and that's when someone canceled her doctor's appointment. The doctor's office canceled her doctor's appointment because a different Rebecca Miller called in to cancel their appointment. <laughs> oh, so wow. they canceled Becky's appointment, and Becky got there for her appointment, and she said, they said, oh, you canceled it. And she's like, no, I didn't. It's like, well, we don't have an appointment space anymore. It's like, well... I didn't cancel it. Like, <laughs> and then the Becky was also like, can you at least pay for my parking? Because this is your fault. And they were like, we don't have any cash here. And Becky was like, okay, this, uh, this is ridiculous. And she was thrilled yeah. to become a Habersberger. She wants that specificity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, my, my mom kept her maiden name. So certainly it was something that didn't seem oh, cool. strange to me. Uh, and I was totally open to it. Ariel also wanted to, Take my name. I think uh, it was like a reminder of the of our wedding and how much we loved each other. Maybe it was like kind of the way that you wear a ring as a symbol, kind of one of those things that um, you know was a, a a way of symbolizing like that we were joining our lives together. Hmm. I think I maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just making that up, but I think I remember <laughs> that was what she was saying as the the reason why she wanted to take my name. I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because in my mind, I'm like, what an antiquated thing. First of all, <laughs> I I should say, like, whatever Maggie wants to do, if she wants my name, I'll take it. Great. But but also, like, why do no guys take the woman's last name? Yeah. Some women have super dope last names. Like, I would totally take a really cool name. But then I was like, oh, but all my Instagram handles and stuff are really, uh, corn ditty. So it'd be kind of confusing if I changed my name. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to keep it. Uh, so I won't be taking her last name. But like. In my mind, Bo- Diddy. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Boosted Diddy, we have Diddy Monte. To, we have Diddy. Monte. We've talked about creating a new one, Boosterfeld. Mm-hmm. Maybe for our kids, they can have a new name. But then, like, I don't know, like, she's got a proud per- Peruvian heritage. I've got a proud Jewish heritage. You know, we both, I think, want our kids to be rocking that last name. So it's going to yeah. be a little throwdown. Kornfeld's hyphen Boostamonte is a mouthful. It, uh-huh. it is. Yeah. No, I mean, look, we all in our minds think that hyphenated last names are great. Like, oh, what, how equitable. Mm-hmm. But we all knew hyphenated last name kids growing up and fuck them. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> They're just a little long and hard to fit on forms. I don't think they deserve that. Nah, uh, if you have a hyphenated fuck. last name, you're yeah. entitled. You're a piece of <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I here. You should unsubscribe. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know when it's really difficult taking someone's last name is interracial marriages, mm. where you are a person of color, yeah. and suddenly you go from Stacy Kim to Stacy Jones. <laughs> and so every time you meet someone, they're like, "This woman is married to probably a white guy, or maybe was adopted." So that's why both my sisters kept their last names. Mm. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the opposite is also true, right? Like if if all of a sudden, you know, there's a, a white Li Yang <laughs> and then they show up and everyone's like, oh, 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 okay, cool. Come on in. <laughs> Jacob Li Yang. Yeah. yeah. But I wonder if this day, these days they might be like, oh, that gives me just like a little more flavor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's he? Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Was he born like on an army base overseas? Oh. He's like, no, I'm from Fresno, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> Question number five. Five? five. 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 What are your thoughts on joint versus separate bachelor parties? Oh, mm. that's interesting. <laughs> joint as in you have the bachelor and the bachelorette party at the same place? Some people do that. Mm-hmm. And that's some people Hell do that. no. That is that's not considered the point more, of it. It's considered more progressive and contemporary. Boo. Uh, boo. Maggie has brought it up. You shut it down. <laughs> you, shut it down. you shut it down. That the, the whole point of that is to have like a kind of a, you know, reconnection with your like... Your boys, or your, your boys. you know, your sense, your the, yeah. your your, the, your personal sense self uh, outside of your relationship, you know, because it's it's important to have a very strong connection with your relationship, but also maintain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your own interests and your own like sense of self. Uh, uh, that that will make your relationship all the stronger. Also, strippers, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I, I don't necessarily need to have. I, what I would love is to have separate parties, but then we have a joint hotel room where at the end of the night we can come back and be like, yo, how was your night? Dope. And then we go to bed and then we wake up together, have breakfast, and then go party separately again. I think you All should right. stay at different well, hotels and meet at a sure. brunch spot. <laughs> and then ahead yeah, of again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, if you let us plan your bachelor party, that will not be happening. <laughs> and also, like, you have you to know, g- like Maggie might get super drunk too. You know, you might both be like really, really not in the great. You may be basically coming back to take care of somebody, and that's not fun. Oh, yeah. we should have to take care of you. Maggie's friends should right. have to take care of her. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it yeah. should work. Oh, Keith and I feel very passionate about this. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> I, I think they can't. There's not a lot of parties passionate. to look forward to <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> right? This is the yeah. one party that yeah. I know is happening in the next several years, and we're gonna do it. <laughs> Are bachelor parties typically based on the wildness level of the groom? the best man oh. or person planning it or the the median wildness of the group? Mm. Good question. Mm, that's tough. It's, it really should be based on the groom and a good best but man it will dial that <laughs> in. But I would say it often isn't. Yeah, it could be the median level of the group. If you're I the groom the that always sort is... of gets dragged along to parties and you're not really into it, yeah, you might probably have a party in your <laughs> if someone else plans your bachelor party mm-hmm. the first choice is who you select as your best man right because yeah, that that's decides mm-hmm. that dictates the rhythm of the party in fact one of my best friends growing up or i would say my number one best friend growing up he has already told me like hey you're gonna be my best man but ben's gonna be my co-best man uh one because he's really sensitive Shout out to Ben, love you. Uh, but also, he's really good at throwing parties, and I know that you don't care. And I'm like, dude, you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a great way to do it. I definitely, that's I think a more progressive thing uh, that happens is sometimes the bachelor party is like just for the groomsmen. Uh, I think it could be for all of your male friends who are close to you because you can yeah. only have so many groomsmen. And if you want to have a bachelor party yeah. that's just five people, that's fine. If you want a bachelor or party that's like 15 people. Yeah, yeah as well. Yeah, you can. It doesn't have to be the men. It just needs to be sort of like the people who have developed you that you want to party with 
sort of really hard or however you want to party one last time you could also just get a cabin and just grill and hang out that's equally cool mm-hmm. so um yeah. i will be selecting a best man in the coming months right. uh mm-hmm. i would say it's open right now miles you're up for the running hey you i'm know? honored to be nominated <laughs> miles and the try guys all the Wobby award winners the <laughs> Hey, I would be honored. I would be absolutely honored. And I, I actually Zach took me aside and said, I will be marrying him and Maggie. So that's also wow. pretty exciting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, a tripod exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> I have no further questions about straight people. Oh. Cool. Nice. Okay, <laughs> wow. Great. Great. This has been Keeping Up with the Straights with Eugene Lee. And- <laughs> <laughs> we were we were gonna call this episode Zach got engaged, but instead we're gonna call it Eugene figures out straight people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, I got y'all figured out. I'm related to so many. Yeah. It's just a matter of I'm trying to find out like where everyone's at these days. Mm-hmm. We're in this weird position between traditionalism, yeah, and then being progressive. But everyone I feel like ends up swinging back towards traditionalism. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens. So it's very interesting. It's very interesting to watch because every time yeah. I talk about, say, my sister's engagement situations and marriages, everyone's like horrified because they they're they're just not romantic. My older sister got engaged over text where she randomly said, oh, I guess we should get married, huh? And he goes, <laughs> I guess so. That was their engagement. Wow. Everyone's like, that is so sad. <laughs> but, you know, it's like so it's so, so interesting to me because, you know, everyone's like, no, I'm gonna be super progressive. But then they spend so much time yeah. focusing on the romance. So it's it's a very interesting. It's the most we traditional like think, thing I've ever done. Yeah, but I mean, I think I it's this. very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling because we're raised with that. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or whatever. We're raised with the the picture book wedding of the bride in the white dress. So you know, it's hard to it's hard to stray away from that. Mm. It's hard not to feel something when you see that, even for a homosexual like me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> My engagement wasn't uh, something that I uh, planned for months and months and months. Uh, interestingly enough, it was it was sort of something I decided to do that day, which Whoa. which was still very Whoa. romantic, but Whoa. you know, definitely not like uh, like this big surprise I had planned. Probably the opposite story of mine, right? Yeah, I think it certainly wasn't like I, I had planned out every detail of the day. <laughs> well, look look also- at the facts. Maggie and I had been dating for years. Uh, I spent nearly a year finding the ring, choosing the way Mm -hmm. to propose. You and Ariel had been dating for less than a year, right? Mm -hmm. We we were dating for nine months, uh, so not not particularly long. But getting married to her was something that I had been thinking about for a while, uh, you know, several months. And I knew how I felt about her, um, and I just I wasn't you know sure what or when the uh, when I would want to do that. But then there was a particular day where something came over me and I realized that I had this realization that if I got hit by a bus the next day, I would want to let her know how I felt about her, like right now. Like there was there was no reason to wait in my mind because this is was I, I needed to I needed to tell her the way I felt and that I wanted to it was like I was so sure, and uh, that was that was kind of this feeling that I had. It was just an overwhelming sense of emotion and a sense of that that was 
our destiny and that I wanted to tell her. I didn't want any time to <laughs> to elapse before didn't I didn't want any her. buses to drive by you anymore. <laughs> Not, you know, I, <laughs> a lot of buses in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, there are. Yeah. It's kind of a weird way of saying, obviously I didn't yeah. want to get hit by a no. bus, but it yeah. was sort of the sense of like, <laughs> if I if I wait, who knows what can happen. If I wait mm-hmm. any any more time without telling her how I feel, that would be disingenuous to the feelings that I had. So, uh, I, I left work early. I got a haircut. Uh, I <laughs> got some flowers. I put on a suit. <laughs> we were having a date night that night, so it wasn't totally out of the blue. Uh, I went to a ring store, and then it felt way too rushed, uh, and I, I <laughs> left the ring store. Uh, I wrote her a tear-stained note that was I read back and was completely incoherent <laughs> sort of the written version of that blubbering that you're talking about then I wrote her you know another note did it have like a checkbox of like do you want to marry me yes no. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a you know a, a tender letter uh, and I surprised her at her office to pick her up that day uh and ariel said that i was like a sweaty wreck that could barely get his words out and that's true uh i'm not gonna <laughs> counteract that i was very sweaty it was uh you know september in chicago it hasn't really uh gotten that cold yet but i'm still wearing a a full suit and just very nervous i like if i thought about her or thought about the way i felt about her i was just gonna start crying and i was like you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't count unless you can actually tell her what is going on (laughs) otherwise she's just gonna think something weird is happening Uh, so i remember trying to like in a parking lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember trying to look at street signs or or other you know random details in the parking lot to distract me from the way i felt to try and like keep it all together mm-hmm. <laughs> um and she uh, she walked out and she's like oh, wait what are you doing what are you doing here like she was expecting me but she wasn't sure why i was in a suit with flowers right <laughs> like maybe thought it was some special date night thing um and i got down on a knee and i said i'm 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 I, I'm here because I realized I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Uh, will you marry me? And she said, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> and then said, of course, yes. If anyone in the audience was cool, calm, and collected when they asked the question, I just don't understand how. Yeah. How do you... <laughs> like, I see it in the movies and it's mm-hmm. like, Beatrice, you are the most magnificent woman I've ever mm-hmm. met. Will you marry me? But yeah. in real, like, Ned and I are both like, ah, you're pretty, you're, you're so great, I love you. Uh, here's a ring. <laughs> yeah i mean i was like i was just seconds away from breaking down sobbing at any moment it was just a very powerful just a very powerful day a very powerful Mm -hmm. overwhelming sense of emotions and we went to giordano's and got some deep dish stuffed pizza (laughs) deep dish pizza yeah it was a a very very emotional day and i'm i'm you know i am sad that i didn't have like engagement photos of that moment but it was it was still like very special and romantic in in a sort of spontaneous way you know it makes sense when we talk about weddings about how families want to be a part of it because i'm sure when you're a parent and you're raising a child eventually you're like 
maybe they will get married and you probably think about that. And I'm sure there's lots of crazy stuff that goes on with parenting. And if you have things going on with parenting, we got a new podcast, Ned. Tell us all about it. Tell us about Baby Steps. <laughs> yeah, so Ariel and I are starting a new podcast. It's all about parenting, but it's from a more irreverent point of view. A not so perfect parenting <laughs> podcast because, you know, the, the, the photos like... As we heard here in the engagement story, you can post a very cute photo on Instagram, but the reality is far messy and dirty, and it's certainly that true with babies. Baby photos are cute, but oh man, there is a <laughs> whole whole bunch of stuff we go through. So it's part personal storytelling, part reacting to expert advice and giving people tools they need to become better parents, as well as reviewing some trending products. And uh, hearing hearing stories from the audience, you know, we kind of want to make it a community of uh, people talking about the nitty gritty, the dirty, messy of parenting. Uh, we've it's been really fun to work on so far, and it's kind of just nice to talk to Ariel for an hour and tell a whole bunch of stories about Wes. And we kind of feel like that's that's something we didn't get to do the first time around. Now that Ariel's pregnant and we have a toddler, like it's uh, pandemic parenting is super wild and messy. And you guys are charting week by week of the pregnancy, right? That's right. Yeah, you can follow week by week as things develop, you know, how Ariel's changing, how she's feeling, what's going to happen. It's kind of like uh, we're telling the narrative of leading up to the birth as well so people can follow along in real time. Baby Steps is launching this Sunday. You can listen to it anywhere podcasts are available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, which fucking you name it, we'll All be there. Mm-hmm. And we have a new uh, Baby Steps YouTube channel that is launching. So go go give it some love. We're amped though. It's the, the first of uh, uh, two new podcasts that we're releasing this year. Part of us expanding our slate and doing projects that are a little more specific. And yeah, I just, I'm stoked for you guys to hear this. We've got another one coming out in late, mid to late October. So show it some love and, and we'll have more and more. You know, it's yeah, like I'm, these little podcasts are like our own little new engagements, right? You know, so <laughs> many things true. are engaged. Uh-huh. Everything, all, everything's engaged over here. Yeah. We're, we're really never going to be like family vloggers, but this is almost like the closest <laughs> we might come yeah. to yeah. sort of having a peek behind the curtain. And actually, uh, we're going to be doing a special sneak preview of episode one after mm-hmm. the end of this episode, so people can oh, nice. stick mm-hmm. around to to check it out. Cool. That's fun. Jeez, you must be fucking amped, audience. Audience, you must be like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'm day. fucking amped. I'm feeling good. We've been working real hard on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you're going to get some real parenting advice from Ned and Baby Steps, but maybe you need advice that's not so great. Maybe <laughs> uh, you need advice that's very specific to what Miles did last week. And for that, I'm going <laughs> to throw it over to our local expert on advice, with advice that'll go for miles, this is Miles Bonsignore. Bonsignore. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everyone get ready. Miles Nation. Miles oh, Nation. No, no, no. Go. It's advice yeah. that'll go for miles. What the hell's up, Miles Nation? Oh, is that a second mic? 
<laughs> what's happening over there? This is what? my this is my gamer mic. This is the one that you can hear me through, but this is my podcast mic. Oh. Have y'all ever wanted to be sticky? Ew. All the time. Mm. Have you ever wanted to put things together? Eugene is putting the world together. Huh? What? Is this glue? Is this glue related? Is it glue? <laughs> Duct tape? More like fuck tape. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. Get that shit out of here. Okay. First of all, how dare you? Wait, you don't like duct tape? You're out of your goddamn mind, Miles. I'm going to let you best. finish this. You're fucking crazy, let him, dude. Let's see where, what hey, kind of glue of, he likes. Is it wood glue or what kind of glue you think? Elmer's. <laughs> hey, kids, your mouth's agape. Everybody put down the vape and pick up a little electrical tape. That's like the worst tape. <laughs> Are you out of your goddamn <laughs> mind? Nah, some of the I'm into most it. specific I'm into it. tape. You could o- I like, like electrical <laughs> tape. Yeah, for I don't like it things. more than duct tape. Uh, so I do, do don't like how you said fuck tape. Uh, yeah, electrical tape's gonna it's gonna seal your wires together. But yeah, mostly that's, that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> That's now, what it, you though. what I use it for, and a lot of soccer players know this, is you use it to hold up your shin guards. Oh, you do a little tape, tape around the lower shin. Mm-hmm. Bam. Why? Why electrical tape? Because it doesn't rip your little hairs out. Because it's bullshit weak tape, or what? Yeah, it's kind of like plastic, but in a no, tape it's just now. really good for. It's like it's a little stretchy, you know. Mm-hmm. So you do it on the outside of your sock, and it sticks to itself. Uh-huh. But it's kind of stretchy and flexible. Yeah. Riddle me this, Miles. Mm-hmm. Riddle me the fuck this. Drag me, Zach. You ever made a wallet out of electrical tape? No, but I don't make a wallet out of tape because I'm not 10. <laughs> yeah, why do, well, why do you people think people are 10? People are tape, 10. Miles. <laughs> Some people are 10. Some people are. So why don't you open your goddamn ignorantus mind, okay? Why don't <laughs> a lot you broaden of your perspective? There's there are a lot are of 10-year-olds out there. Honestly, Some of them might be listening. Honestly, army of tripoodles. I'd like to How apologize to you. Coming for you. I'd honestly yeah. like to apologize. Keep- I'll People say, be 10. I'll say this. Check out on my little my gamer mic when I play Call of Duty with my friends. I got a little electric tape here, and then I got a little electric tape. Ned left. Ned was so pissed. Uh, I got a phone call. I got a phone okay, call. Ned, I had to, I had, I'm on my phone today, so I had to hang up. I hung I'm up also on my phone on someone trying to reach me for you, Miles. Ned, yeah. oh, why? And so anyway, yeah, you can when you're putting cables behind your deck desk, you can tape them together with electrical tape, and it's not going to leave a sticky residue. What? That is not true. Electrical tape definitely <laughs> leaves a sticky residue. Okay. Well, electrical tape so- is not. Don't sell me on the residue. I it gumps gunks up all of my <laughs> soccer socks so bad. Yeah. Actually, I switched to these little reusable velcro things because i felt bad because i was oh, going through so much electrical wait. tape but I, like i'm into it i'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt but it definitely is sticky and nasty i think more Drag sticky me. than most tapes <laughs> what you really need to tell people about is gaff tape now you're going to be like keith gaff tape is 20 dollars a roll <laughs> and you're right it's yeah, crazy yeah. expensive but it is the Best tape it's as strong as duct tape and it doesn't leave a residue and it for the most part and it is just oh, yeah, like Keith. beautiful tape. It's yeah. the best tape on the market, but it's, you know, you got to use it sparingly cuz it's so good. 
Yeah. You know? Gaff yeah. tape is like the loose leaf tea of the tape world. Yeah. Wow. You're like, like, whoa, this tape. is high. This is expensive. But then yeah. you get it and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know tape could be like this. I've been drinking scotch, little shitty bag teas my whole life. I never knew. Yeah. yeah. Gaff Hell tape yeah, is obviously bay and we stand. <laughs> but I will say yeah. that electrical tape is good if you're on a light budget and you need to put two wires together. Or maybe you're hanging a new light. <laughs> oh, man. Eugene, I need a special <laughs> rank. King edition you of the tripod. Given us a single reason. <laughs> I, Eugene, it's on my desk too. Oh my that's God. the reason. The reason is you had no advice and you <laughs> no, looked down. No, and no, no. I've been working on this for months. This is my. This, this advice. <laughs> This Eugene, lightning segment. round ranking, rank the tapes from best to worst. Yeah. Just real quick, you know best, what the best tapes are. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, number one, gaff tape. Yeah. yeah. Num number two, duct tape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number three, yeah. number three, uh, packaging tape because oh. you use it so much. Oh, yes. such yeah. an obnoxious sure, sure, tape. Sure. Hard to get well. off, the, just off the roll. Yeah, we all know no. that. Not if you have a little dispenser. If you have a little dispenser, it comes off smooth. Number four. Um, double-sided tape. You preach. Yep, get that. I'm loving this ranking. That that's project. why he's the king. That's right. That's right. Uh, Where, where's uh, painters tape stack up? You know, that's number five because you need painters tape for paint. You do need yeah. it. And then there's a lot of paints, but I'm gonna say after painters tape, I'll put electrical tape there, and towards the bottom, just regular old shitty scotch tape. Yeah. Oh, scotch mm -hmm. at the bottom. Oh, I don't know. I might. Wow. I might personally I mean, put scotch. I like playing what with What the scotch. fuck are you using scotch tape for? Yeah. I wrap I think, it around my well, fingers. if you're doing like paper crafts, <laughs> I think, um, you know, are scotch you uh, over my entire lifetime, I think I've used scotch tape more than I have used painter's tape. So yeah. I might slide that right in there above painter's tape. But it's you know, you're uh -huh. right, I'm wrong. I'll yeah. shut up. I don't know what it is with this ageism, guys. People be five out there. I know. I have a lot all of five-year-olds. I would like to apologize to the five-year-olds. Yeah, scotch tape sucks. If I was five and I discovered these superior tapes, I would have been using those tapes. <gasps> but I was true. only handed scotch tape. Yeah, imagine a macaroni project with freaking gaff. Now you could, you should be, you should be upgrading to painting walls if you want to be that's real true. artist. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. join us next week when we talk about different types of glue. Uh, <laughs> I got some real good glues. I, yeah, I, am hey, that I got I some top glues. <laughs> Miles, um. What was that advice yeah. that you just gave? I, huh? Is this? He didn't actually have any advice. I no, it was just like, I kind of like the, electrical tape. Yeah, well, you got to get electrical tape to make two cables go together, Eugene. <laughs> I remember, I actually had remembered that you had been having the problem. I think it was, a, you texted me about you kind of had a problem with getting two cables together. And I thought, this is going to help my best friend, that Eugene. Happen, that didn't happen, Miles. My best friend, Eugene, is going to be... That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna love this. Anyway, well, make sure to subscribe on <laughs> Apple Podcasts everywhere and uh, leave us a five star review for uh, just advice like this and and these sort of segments. If you leave a secret in your in your review, we might read it on air. Oh man, yeah, that's bring it right. bring it back. That's right, bring it back. We <laughs> haven't done that in a while. Let's do some uh, Check out the week. Miles Nation merch at tryguys.com. Go to patreon.com slash tryguys to join our community. And check out my new podcast, Baby Steps. Search for Baby Steps anywhere you find podcasts and stay tuned for a special sneak preview of episode one dropping Sunday, September 6th. Thanks everyone for the for the engagement love. Very excited. Thanks for listening to my story. The Try Guys are growing up. 
And until next time, Keith hit us with the official tripod theme song. Here comes the baby steps. No parenting advice pod. It's got all your favorite friends. And it is a podcast. But this is the tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. Sometimes when we have other people over, I don't think this when it's just the two of us, but when we have other people over and he's like running around, basically running amok in, you know, his undies and uh yeah like <laughs> like what do they think of our what do sometimes they think? uh we're just out in the front yard wes is buck ass naked yeah because uh, he's like not, kicking not, a ball or something not out of not because we have decided that it is naked time but because he refuses yeah. to put on clothes he has decided it is naked time yes. and we are okay with it yes we <laughs> have decided to it's fine. it is a battle that we will not fight <laughs> It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I definitely remember it's locking fine. eyes with the neighbor at one point, just like eight and he's like, What are you doing, man? <laughs> you got your kid wearing nothing but a t shirt with a ding dong <laughs> flapping just out. Pooh bearing it. <laughs> I'm like, he's a child. It's well, fine. I mean we've basically been potty training for like three months. Mm-hmm. He's good. Get he's good getting there. He's now, getting though. there. Yeah, yeah waking up with there. some dry diapers. That's 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 the best way to start the day, right there. You're so, like, damn, damn, we're doing it. Uh, speaking of dingles hanging out, if you want to get your dingle dongle locked in, strapped in, we're gonna review the Frida Balls new kid-proof underwear for dads. Medium, that's my size. Low blows, get the Frida Balls. Okay, read the um, side, read the side, read the side. Protect your legacy. Oh wow, and it's like hands holding gonads. That's a, that's intense. That's intense. Wow. You, you see that little icon? Oh, is that wow. what you thought I did that? Not did you know see that? that? Immediate immediate recognition oh, for me of. I thought it was a uh, uh, boob fondle. Mm, it does look like boob fondle. All <laughs> but right. you, it, you're definitely right. That is that is two balls. Yeah, it's just testes. Protect Don't want to get them your smashed. legacy. Yeah, it's because when you're uh, you know if you're if you got a baby in a front carrier uh-huh. or if you're just holding him. He like kicks his heels, and I've definitely gotten smashed in the nuts before. Absolutely, I think this is a silly product. I don't know if I would use it. It's not very functional, but let's check it out. They're I mean, not, they're not a sponsor. This is an editorial review. It's basically it's underwear with a cup. This is pretty good underwear with a cup. But what I like about this cup is it's it's baby, um, not sized. It's it's big boy size, but it's like it's baby like density. You know, I feel that. An athletic cup Aye. is like you can take a kick from a man, uh, okay. but this baby cup is it? It's kind of flexible, you know. It's it seems it's a little more comfortable. Athletic cups are like oh, they're painful, but not rem- oh no, you can remove it. I was thinking to my, I was thinking like you don't remove it, you wash it with mm-hmm. the with the cup inside. Mm-hmm. This is this is nice. These are nice undies. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it also gives you a little bulge. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if that is. Uh, is that something that ladies like? <laughs> Eugene says it's something that gay men like, and I assume it translates a little bit 
I find it a little strange. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go into the closet and try this on for comfort. <laughs> We're filming this in our bedroom, and our producer, Miles, is sitting here like, this is normal. I'll just put it on. This is super normal. All right, so here we are. Can you see okay? All right, got the Frida, Frida balls here. Can you hear this? I'm oh. not close to the microphone. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm currently standing in my underwear about to try on nut protective pants. Let's see. Medium true to size there? I mean, it fits pretty well. <laughs> I've tucked my shirt into my underwear, which is kind of a nice touch. That's normal. You know, it's surprisingly comfortable. Uh-huh. Unlike other athletic cups I've worn, this is you could reasonably get away with it as everyday underwear. Uh, I'm going to ask Ariel to punch me in the balls right now i'll do i'll do like like baby kicks ready baby kicks oh no 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 do not like do not like do not like um okay well it it works it works it's still uncomfortable but i guess i didn't get like a full a full frontal assault on my legacy 